0: Welcome to Blocks and Talks, the podcast that brings you everything you need to know about LEGO. From covering past, present, and future LEGO sets, to interviews with notable community members, our show covers it all. here we go with part two of the lego star wars discussion once again joined by joe and josh and we're going to be talking about the diorama sets and the ucs x-wing so why not just dive right into the diorama sets so just a quick background if you're not familiar lego star wars diorama sets they basically are miniature display pieces not too big i think most of them you can fit in the palm of your hand or hold it with one hand and they just are meant to represent like an iconic scene from all the movies and it's like a pretty new um concept that they have so waiting to see how they flesh it out as the years to come and the very first set that came out wasn't technically labeled as a diorama set i believe it was a san diego or some comic con or convention exclusive that turned into a public set because the pandemic limited it and weren't really able to give it out it was the set 75294 bispin duel it is supposed to represent the very iconic scene where Luke and Vader are dueling on Cloud City, and right around the part where Luke gets his hand sliced off, and Vader's like, "No, I am your father." Very simple set. Um, but I do I think it retailed for forty dollars at the time, and yeah, very. It was like the predecessor to all the other diorama sets in this like modern style, where you got like a base, a little plaque that commemorates four years of Empire Strikes Back. And the set has, um, as you would expect, Vader and Luke, both in their respective uniforms for the movie. It has like the little circular platform where right at the end where they duel has a very little smidgen of like the, the catwalk itself. And then it has the kind of radio antenna thing where after Luke gets his hand sliced off, he kind of retreats and hides on that thing. And yeah, pretty simple set. Uh, what do you guys think of this as like, the predecessor slash trailblazer for the theme? Um, I think it's pretty solid. Uh, I actually
1: was able to get that set in 2020 for retail. I think they had it on lego.com for a short period of time. Um, but I actually didn't end up building it just uh, because of how limited it was. It went up a lot in value. So I was like, I was like, "eh, they'll probably make something similar in the future," so I sold it. Uh, Cause now it's worth like 130 something. So,
0: yeah, retail for this thing went absolutely bonkers. It's like 140 new, 90 dollars use sort of thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, because they couldn't give it out at the convention, they instead just listed it on the Lego shop. I think it was pretty desirable. Like I think oftentimes it was sold yeah. out or highly in demand. And Josh, I know you were, like, you're also a big Star Wars guy, like, and, you know, usually when we talk with you, since you're not the biggest Lego guy, seeing, like, your opinion as, like, a more casual fan of Lego, but big guy of Star Wars, like, what do you think of this, like, rep- Lego representation of such an iconic scene?
2: I think it's, I would also agree that it's pretty solid. I like the little diorama setup. Um, I think it's got the the setting pretty down with how limited it is in terms of size. It's got all the important stuff there so you can basically recreate the scene with what little you have. So I think it does a pretty fine job.
0: Yeah, and I like how the, you know, nowadays they definitely cater to adults a lot with all these like more premium and display oriented sets. And traditionally prior to like these like smaller versions, there was a lot of focus on like UCS, like that was the only way you could get an adult set. So to have one at a much lower price point, but it's not really a play set per se. you technically could get away with it but it's mostly you know put vader seeing the platform hand out to luke tell him that he's his father luke like you know hanging on for dear life in disbelief like it's it it's a nice little display for its price and i think it's great especially given his popularity and stuff i think it set the tone for the later sets because following that we got a couple more sets that came along with it i know technically vader's meditation chamber Could be argued as a diorama set. So I'm just going to get that out of the way real quick. Um, Yeah, so it's just, I think it retailed for $70. It's just supposed to be, I think, representative of this. Also Empire Strikes Back where Vader's in his little chamber. And was it Captain Nita? Where like, I think he force chokes him on the screen. He's like, you have failed me for the last time. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it just has Vader in the chamber. You can lift it up, little platform around it. And then I think Admiral Piet. Ooh, I'm really hoping I get all, like, the commanders right. He's, like, at the base there awaiting his orders. Correct me if I'm wrong on that one. It's uh, General Veers, actually. Okay. Oh, Veers on the guy... platform. <clears throat> okay. But it's Nita that's getting choked on the screen, right? I believe so. Okay. And then, oh, maybe it was Piet in the sc- like on the screen next to him where he, like, promotes him? I think. Oh, yeah. That, that's probably it. Yeah, pretty standard set, I think. It was one of the weaker dioramas in that the the crane mechanism to lift the, because you know Vader's meditation thing is like a sphere, and the crane mechanism was a little wonky in that it was a little too exposed. So for a diorama set, it was very it, it was a little too raw and mechanical. But it still followed the same idea of like having the little plaque and then a fancy black base plate and tiled off areas. Uh, I would say it's a little weaker on the weaker end, but you Know, I think it was worth acknowledging as a diorama set, even though Brick Set doesn't officially see it as one.
1: Yeah, agreed that it's definitely one of the weaker ones. Uh, yeah, it just feels very inefficient where you already have the black base of the pod on top of the diorama black base. So,
0: yeah, it was like just... too monotone the color, it was just pretty mm-hmm. much all black, which is to no fault of Lego, but. You know that's just given how Star Wars is, but at the same time, it's a little questionable why they would choose that scene when there's arguably a way better one. All right, let's move on to like the more officially recognized ones. So the first wave came out in about, um, I think twenty twenty two, so just a year ago, and came with three sets. You got seven five three two nine Death Star trench run diorama, seven five three three zero Dagobah Jedi training diorama. And 75339 Death Star Trash Compactor Diorama. So, if you couldn't tell, Lego loves its original trilogy, and these are all focused on A New Hope and a little bit of Empire Strikes Back. So, we'll just go down the list. Death Star Trench Diorama, $70, 665 pieces. This one's unique in that it is the only diorama at the moment without any minifigures. It is meant to represent a really large scale scene where Luke is on his x-wing running through like the trench of the death star the first death star in a new hope he's like running through it and vader's tie advanced and two tie fighters are like chasing after him in hot pursuit really cool because it has like the black box base built around it to give a more premium feel to it an enclosed area has like the lego star wars logo and then a quote which is by darth vader saying the force is strong with this one Really, really cool builds. Like, I've heard nothing but great things about it. the build itself. Like, insane griebling techniques all around. Like, you got, like, the base, the floor of it, and, like, the backdrop wall. All, like, covered in gray tiling, types of different textures and build techniques to just represent, like, all the pipes, uh, gears, like, mechanics that are on, like, the surface of the Death Star that just, like, whiz by as Luke is going through. And then yeah, um, yeah. Feel free to go, Joe.
1: Yeah, I think this set is pretty strong. Uh, I've, I actually have all the dioramas now except for that Bespin one. Uh, this one was definitely my favorite to build with all the Greebling. The only thing I don't like is the X-wing build, but uh, everything else I feel like is pretty solid.
0: Yeah, I think like the X-wing, like the body part that. Where R2 sits, it's a little chunky mm-hmm. with the scale of everything else. But I do like the use of jewels as like the engine exhaust. It looks really good. Yep. Um, the TIE Fighters, you know, the TIE Fighter standard. Really nice how like they put them at different angles too instead of one uniform lines. Just to give you the idea that there's more going on here that there's more to it if that makes sense. And I've seen like a couple mods and mocks where people buy a bunch of these and build like a super, super long run. And even like this neat little detail, if you look at the bottom left, where like a bit of like the diorama leaks out of like the base a bit, like it builds on top of it, it it suggests that the the entire run isn't confined to this one small space, and that there's a lot more to it, which is really a nice little nod to it. And especially for you, Josh, like right away when you look at this, I'm sure like you recognize this scene, like you see this, you know what movie, what part is from right away, right?
2: Yeah, of course. I was gonna say like. Uh, what what you were saying about how things are placed uh within the diorama within the set it's got like a very unique like composition i guess um sorry to throw out like a photography term but it's like it's a lot more dynamic than you'd expect from such a small set but still like the placement and everything is really creative in my opinion
0: yeah for sure like when you when you take a glance at it you just see like great texture everywhere and stuff but when you really take a look like there's all types of things going on. You got like different levels of elevation poking up and down, in and out, left and right, everywhere. Which like, it suggests that this really is on like a superstructure and that there's more to it than just this. Like, I think it tells a bigger story than what it shows. Right. Overall, really solid set, I think. Although 70 is asking, I would say personally, I think Joe, you could probably get more insight since you, you know, you've been through it. But. Seventy without a minifigure definitely seems a little rough for a Star Wars set. Like I think maybe having a Vader and a Luke, or maybe Luke and a Tie Fighter pilot, even like I think that would help alleviate the cost a bit.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I didn't pay full price for this set, so I felt like what I I paid about forty is what I paid, so it definitely felt worth it because not only is this like like six hundred fifty five pieces but it's also really small pieces compared for the most part compared to a regular set to get all that greed lane done so seventy dollars does feel pretty expensive
0: yeah a little misleading the price count given everything like you said very tiny but pretty solid set i'd say and then leading up is the dagobah jedi training diorama thousand pieces three minifigures retail for ninety dollars and it's supposed to represent the part empire strikes back where luke is directed by obi-wan over to dagobah and is training with him there same thing black base larger this time given the set's pricier point and larger coverage and it has yoda's quote do or do not there is no try very iconic great set so you got like yoda's little hut and then in the background you got like all like the swampy trees and build of it in the back which is really nice you got huge swamp builds with like the trans green tiles everywhere got luke trying to flip around do his funny things you got yoda just watching r2 splattered in mud just chilling and a nice little part that i like is that on the side too in the swamp you got just a chunk of an x-wing uh wing sticking out which is like i think is a nice little nod in really cool detail so yeah definitely one of the like it's a Definitely a really neat set, and at ninety dollars, um, a bit pricey, but yeah. What do you guys think of this?
1: Uh, I think it's one of the strongest of the dioramas. It's like noticeably a larger base than mm-hmm. the others. I think I'm pretty sure all the others are the same size base from the the actual ones with like the quote tiles. Um, it's got nice figures too. Uh, I'm pretty sure all three figs are exclusive and i just really like the the look of the water without with those layered green one by one
3: tiles um these are pretty good too so
1: yeah definitely one of my favorite
0: yeah like all the texturing is there like even his hut is in like a flat smooth shape in like the place sets like even that has like different levels poking out inconsistencies to show that it's a naturally built hut then like the back swamp with the trees They're not like linear trees, like just straight up, like got lots of curves to and stuff to show like the wildness of it, the branches everywhere. And the way it just kind of looms in the background and overhead, it's it's like reminiscent of the scene itself. Like, you know, all the trees are really tall overhead, kind of covering out any, anything from above and the way it just like loops over adds like this really nice, like um, height to the set. Like it makes it seem a lot bigger than it is, if that makes sense
2: i also think Mm -hmm. they got the aesthetic of the swamp down really well with the the tiles it makes it feel like the water is pretty like murky but still very reflective and kind of dark so yeah
0: yeah for sure like when you look all around the set like to the left side you got little splashes of the water so that's like really dark to the shadow then closer to like the x-wing and stuff like you got some shadows under the wing which creates like that darker murkier color but like the reflection of light bouncing off like the trans green As that like kind of like light lowly shimmer to it which is really neat like i think with proper lighting this set looks really good because like on one hand like one side of it you have like the darker shadowy parts to show like there's this mysterious aura around dagobah but then like the light shining as that like kind of like magic to it that like mystic gleam that makes sense yeah definitely a neat set i think the only thing i've seen wrong with this that people said is that the green tiles are an absolute nightmare to build. I think it was like over a hundred like one by one little tiles that you have to layer one at a time, which people Yeah, it's
1: all one step about. too. Which yeah, that takes a while.
0: Yeah, solid set overall though. Definitely I think, like you said, Joe, I looking at the three sets, I think this is the most solid of the 3 Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if I was
1: if I only had the money to get one, I would definitely get that one. Yeah.
0: And the last one of this initial wave is 75339 Death Star Trash Compactor Diorama, 802 pieces, 6 minifigures, and also retail for $9. So in competition with the Dagobah Jedi, you sacrifice some pieces for more minifigures at the same price. And as the uh, name suggests, it is supposed to represent uh, A New Hope, the trash compactor scene where they all... Um, the, our heroes fall down into the trash compactor after rescuing Leia and doors are starting to close on him and they gotta get out now. The quote is one thing's for sure, we're all gonna be a lot thinner by Han Solo uh, I guess that's an alright quote I can't, honestly I can't really remember what they said in that thing so <laughs> can't say much it's a pretty neat set, this one actually has like <clears throat> a huge like play feature so it's like there's three walls you got like the left wall the right wall and the back wall and then in between you got like lots of texturing and detail you got like grimy brown the imperial gray sand pieces everything to suggest that you know maybe the original color of the compactor was gray but with trash and stuff coming in you kind of rust and make it dirty so you got like the browns and like the tans poking here and there which looks great on the floor you got like tons of machinery and like Random scraps, brick built scraps everywhere, which is cool, adds like a very chaotic look to it. And the cool play feature with this is that, um, I think there's like a lever or a push thing that you can push, and the two side walls actually start like shoving their way in to like show like the, um, the walls actually squeeze in. I think the minifigures too, they're like placed on a way so that as the walls move, like they move in closer to the center. Like, really cool feature where, um, it's not a very static thing that you can actually replay how it goes through. Uh Joey, do you have this set too?
1: Yep, I've actually got it here right in front of me. Oh, the perfect. walls move pretty smoothly. I really like that. And like you said, you can place the minifigures kind of like in front of the walls, but it's still part of the like the wall feature where you can push it where they push in with the walls, which is nice. Yeah. And you have Chewy standing in the center. Mm-hmm. Um and then there's like a little cutout for the door, but the door doesn't open. And then behind that, you have C-3PO and R2. They're really nice detailed figures. Um, and like a printed computer interface thing. I forget what that's called in universe, which is nice.
0: Yeah, I think it's supposed to like, uh, represent like the part where they're like begging them to try like stopping the door or something or open it to let them out. So even though it canonically like they're not on the other side of the door, it's like it's just cool that they added that little feature on the back, that little Easter egg where, you know, R2-D2 and c 3 P r are there to save them because it is an integral part of the scene because without it, we don't have our heroes and without them, there's no movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think another thing I saw is that the way like the trash is placed is very deliberate in like which layer, like some are in the forefront, some are in the background stuff, like. So when the wall squeezes, they don't interfere with each other and just like kind of pass by each other. So when it's fully squeezed, like everything's like meshed together and looks like chaotic, if I'm correct.
1: Yep. So they go in the walls come in pretty close to each other and the pieces don't hit each other. There's also like a flex tube in the back that like compresses as you push it in, which is really cool too.
0: Yeah, for sure. And The only thing that I saw people talk about was... Well, one was like the price. They felt like extra minifigures didn't really justify it. And then the other thing is, when you look on like the outsides of the the walls on the sides, like squeeze in, it's very bare bones. There's no details there. There's just the exposed Technic doing its job in like studs. So people weren't that happy about it because no matter how you display the set, you're going to see like the bare bones sides of it. So yeah, like I think the set is only... (laughs) able to really be displayed one way like you can only see it face on and when you look at it from the sides it's a little rough like seeing the raw parts of it especially for like a more premium model
3: yeah definitely agreed there the the outside of
1: the side walls is pretty bare. um it's definitely like when you get more so for the figures because you get a regular chewy um you get Leia, you get the Stormtrooper outfits for Han and Luke, and then you get C-3PO, he's got a nice arm printing, and then R2, uh, he's got back printing as well, which was new for this set, and the Dagova R2.
0: Yeah, I think a cool
3: set when it's on sale. That'd be my opinion.
0: Any thoughts on it, Josh, or pretty standard recovery?
2: Yeah, you pretty much covered it. I do. You did mention a lot the chaotic look of it, but it's also very methodical how they, I guess, built it so that it compresses, um, in in like a good way without interfering with each other. When I when I first saw this set, I actually didn't pick up on the fact that everything was like attached. I thought it was just like a like a pile of like garbage, like literally, like everything's just like dumped. But I do really appreciate how it's all
3: like really strategically placed so that can actually uh
2: enclose the space more and more yeah
0: oh if anything i could i think that should be a compliment because you you thought it was just garbage lying around which is how the scene should be so rather than make it look like force it looks more organic with everything laying around Mm -hmm. which Mm is i guess kudos to lego on that one yeah you you got josh's eye (laughs) yeah that was like the first wave definitely a really neat wave introduced only original trilogy things which did upset people a bit but you know given that it's like the inaugural launch of like a completely new thing it's best to stick to the classics and to the classics they did stick because these sets definitely sold well for them to make more they came out with two more just this year uh, we got 75352 emperor's throne room diorama and 75353 indoor speeder chase diorama both of which are supposed to be return of the jedi since this year is the 40th anniversary of it so congrats on that and let's just kick into the first one the so emperor's throne room 807 pieces three minifigures hundred dollars so a little pricier and less pieces let's see what's up with this same thing same black like textured base to give it that more premium feel lego uh tile and the quote is i am a jedi like my father before me by luke skywalker even has like a little uh I think it's printed tile or maybe sticker I can't tell from the render. It says 40 years of return of the Jedi with a picture of Darth Vader. Looks sick. and It is supposed to represent the very last duel where Luke and Vader are fighting from the emperor. Very very cool set where like you get like the background of like the emperor's window in view and you got like the little blue um tablet thingies around it. Some like staircase and more tiles all around. Very clean set. It's like completely tiled around everything's like tiled save for like a couple studs to place minifigures you got like a brand new luke skywalker with a brand new head mold and new um torso print vaders you know just vader and it's a brand new emperor palpatine so yeah what are like initial thoughts on this set
1: um i really liked it it's definitely my favorite of the 2023 ones like you said it's very clean um i really like that back wall slash window behind Palpatine, that's definitely my favorite part. Uh where you build all those windows around that flex tube. Um and then that printed dish behind him. It just sits in there loosely. Um uh but it
3: fits just perfectly, uh, which I really like.
0: What about you, Josh? You know, this is such an iconic scene. Like, Mm -hmm. do you think it did justice to it?
2: Oh yeah, for sure. I think the whole aesthetic of it is really nice because it looks so sleek. And as Joe said, with the uh, with the windows, that's a really pretty unique design. I haven't quite seen anything like that, but must be fun to build too.
0: Yeah, it looks like genius LEGO design. You know, you got yeah. the flex tube, like Joe said, and then the windows—they they're attached to like one by two clips. Just clip it all around. Like it has it, basically captures that circular shape perfectly. And then like the the outside wall, that's like kind of that like half circle with the all the texture looks great on top of it. Like, it looks fantastic. And then you can't see in the picture, but from what I've seen in reviews, Emperor's Chair is also like purely brick built to capture like that kind of like sloped slopeness of it. Like, there's a lot of subtle details when you take the time to like dig in and look. It's just nailed perfectly. And I think that's like pretty much the main selling point right there. As the front part, there's like those little blue tablet thingies. But outside of that, it's mostly like flat ground. You got a couple like um, guardrails on the side that stick out, similar to like the the trench run diorama where it kind of sticks out outside of like the boundaries of the base, which is cool. Like suggests suggest like the bigger scheme of like the Emperor's Throne Room. Fantastic set, great minifigures. I know people were a bit iffy on the price, but I think given the build experience you're going to get from this, the minifigures and it's just raw. Awesome displayability. I think it more than justifies itself.
3: And then, yeah, I would say it's a little,
1: it's definitely on the pricier side. If you can find this for eighty,
2: I say definitely go for it.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Eighty, like, I think that should be its true price. Um, hundred, I don't think you should be upset over. But Mm -hmm. if you're willing to wait, you can definitely wait. And then the next set. Definitely had some um uh, controversy here. The Endor speeder chase diorama, six hundred eight pieces, three minifigures, eighty dollars. And it's supposed to represent, as you would expect, the the scene in Endor where um I think the the scout troopers catch like Luke, Leia, and like the whole gang there, and he's about to like, run back to report to base, if I remember correctly. And it has like two really tall trees. Um, you know, the trademark of Endor. And then you got two really detailed brick-built speeder bikes, one with, like, the Scout running away, and then the other one with Luke and Leia chasing in pursuit. Lots of foliage on the ground. The quote is, Quick, jammed comlinks, sensor switch by Luke. And also has, like, the 40 Years Return of the Jedi sticker or panel thing. Um, Yeah, so before I say anything, I, I'm just curious what you guys think. Actually, Josh, I want to hear what you think before, like, us Lego guys, like, talk about it from a brick perspective. Oh yeah! Like, I want to hear what you think. Like, you remember the Endor scene, right? Like, yeah, I there's like really Zooming remember. through. Like, what do you think? Does yeah. this capture it or miss it?
2: Um, I think it's got the forest somewhat down, and uh, well, for a small diorama, I think it does its job. I I do appreciate like the little things here and there, like the variety and the plants and stuff. I'm a plant guy, so I do appreciate that. But I I would say that um, it's not really my favorite among what we saw so far just because, um, I don't know, it doesn't really do much, right? It's just a chase. Yeah. Yeah, I like the, uh, I guess it's a, really the setting because um, the trench, the Death Star Trench did a lot more with um, that setting and just, it was a lot more interesting, right?
3: Yeah, for yeah. sure.
0: What about you, Joe? What do you think about this one?
1: Oh, yeah, I, I've built this one and yeah, it's definitely the... I feel like the weakest of the quote diorama ones um the trees are just really bare at the top i don't know if that's accurate to end i feel like it could have used some sort of like ewok build kind of in the back right something with like an ewok or whatever or or maybe another tree behind that first tree um when i built it I I did like that plant bed that you kind of see there at the bottom with all the new fern pieces. Um, I felt like that part looked better in person, but you can't really see that when you're looking at it head on. All you see is the speeder bikes and the two trees. Um, the speeder bikes, though, are really good. I, I kind of told my friends it's kind of like a UCS speeder bike almost with how detailed it is. Um, I think the figs are pretty good, but you only get like three in this set. And then the two the two exclusive ones, Luke and Leia, they're already in different stuff. I think that Luke is in like a kid's book and then Leia's in the, um,
3: what, calendar. the advent calendar.
0: Yeah, I think the main thing inhibiting this set is that it's limited to the tiny base. It's following the standard base of the others. It doesn't quite capture the feel. Like you get two trees, I'll give him that. Really well textured, foliage is fine, but it feels like there's more missing. Like when you look at that gap where Luke and Leia's bike is, there's just so much empty space, and I feel like it doesn't capture the magic of it. Where like they're running through a very dense forest, has that was the main like risk. Like you're zipping on really fast speeder bikes through a thick forest, and right now I'm not really getting that feel. I'm getting the feel that there's trees here and there. They're just zipping through open space. Like you said, the foliage at the bottom, the the shrubbery, great stuff. Like, the new fern pieces look great. Uh, I'm excited to see what mock builders can do with that. Feels a little bare, though. Like, it, if you look at, like, the diagonal part where, like, the the bikes are running, that, like, wide open spot, I feel like it could have done a little more. Like, maybe you could have added, like, a a fallen log stretching, like, that diagonal part. I think that would have added a lot more depth to it. There Um, was
2: actually a term I was... I was blanking out on that i wanted to use but there's in this diorama there's a lot of what i'd say negative space where Mm -hmm. other diorama sets took a great advantage of um incorporating different things into the uh into the set to make it more composed there's a lot missing here uh with the two trees and you know nothing in between so
0: yeah exactly like there's just way too much open space for a scene that's supposed to depict a thick forest but at the same time, like it, it was limited to this small base. So adding another tree, I feel like would have been way too cluttered. Unless you made it way taller. But at that point it might have like stuck out weird. Yeah, I think it this set definitely should have used like maybe a, a Dagobah training S plate, much larger to add more trees and stuff.
1: Yeah. Oh, I happen to see the prelim. I can't find the image though, but the original did have an extended base with another tree and another scout trooper bike which i think would have really helped kind of like make it more filled out rather than really empty like you guys were saying but um i guess for whatever reason they decided to trim it down to just the two trees and the two bikes
0: yeah and like you said the bikes are fantastic there's no takeaway from Mm -hmm. that like no argument there they truly are ucs speeder bikes like with LEGO's current technology, I think that is as close to perfect as you can get between an accurate model and a sturdy model. Like, I think they've peaked there, which is a rare thing to say, but I really do think they're great. Mini figures, like you said, they're really good for this, but they're soon to not be um, exclusive, so take that for what you will. And one really cool idea I could have had for this is if they extended the base, added more trees, the second Scout bike, I think this would have been pretty difficult at the price range. Maybe they'd have to beef it up, mm-hmm. but add like yeah. a handle on the back that would slide left to right, and as you slide it to like the right, the bikes move in a, like almost like the Pac-Man machine, where like they move in that um, static way, like having the the bikes like weave, weave in and out of the trees like in a static motion, if that makes sense. like
1: Oh yeah, that would definitely be good. Like or... I think it
0: would have been very difficult to pull off, but and almost certainly like a huge price jump, but I think rather than giving this like, I don't want to call it half-baked because I think the detail here is well-intended and really good. It just needed more. But like, this like more lacking model. I think it would have been more fitting to have a more premium thing. But at the same time, to have the Endor thing be like the most expensive like crown jewel of the Diorama set also felt like, feels like it wouldn't be very fitting. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. So I can kind of see why LEGO went with like a smaller one because I feel like Although it would have been really cool for the specific, when you put all of them together, I don't think like many people would want like you know, Endor Chase as like the crown
3: set that stands out as the largest one. Yeah,
0: and I think that would conclude like all of like the current sets. And, you know, there's just so much you could speculate on and like what else they could make. So we'll keep it brief. How about one to two dioramas you would hope Lego to make? Um Yeah,
3: I'll
1: let you guys go for a sign? Um, I would kind of like to see that. I don't know if it's canceled or, or delay. Java's throne room kind of come or kind of be finalized and made into an official set. Um, I got to see the prelim image. It looks pretty smooth and clean the build wise with a really nice arch build and a lot of great figs that I think people would like. Um. But as you said, they've only done original trilogy so far, and I definitely think there's some potential with prequel trilogy dioramas they could do.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then Josh, from you, as like just a pure Star Wars fan perspective, what like do you, what scene do you think scene or two do you think needs to be legified? <laughs> um,
2: I'm not sure about need. Like, if I'm going with my personal favorite, and if we're talking about the original trilogy, I think I'd personally like to see um, I'd like to see Ha. Or, um, Jabba's hut.
3: Okay, so Return, looking, at Jabba's yeah. definitely a yeah, recurring yeah, definitely theme.
2: from the Last Jedi. That'd be really cool.
3: Return of the Jedi. We don't talk about that
0: was, the yeah. the sequels like that. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> nah, you're good. Yeah. Um. No, I agree. Like, Jabba's definitely one. But although me personally, I'm not. I wasn't really a big fan. I felt like to truly capture Jabba's like thing, you would need a proper set with like the Rancor pit, the thing, the throne, and the uh, the um yeah the room itself and all so me personally i'm okay with it not existing um i think the main things i would want to see is either a mall versus qui-gon in like from the end of phantom menace i know that they made a set of it before but to see it in like a really clean like diorama s build would be really cool with like the entire background of like the entire like energy room or something would be really cool or one more i can think of is hmm, I don't want to say
3: Mustafar because that one just has too much going on for it. I'm going
0: to be bold and name a sequel scene. I think that The Last Jedi, um, Luke versus uh, uh, Kylo Ren, you know, the part where they're on Crate with like, like the salty sand. I think that it's going to be really, really hard to do this right. But if they could somehow build like the facade of like the Resistance Fortress, and then like the the imposing like mega caliber walkers and stuff like floating above. Like I really don't see this happening unless they make it a massive set. But if they could somehow put that in scale with like Han versus... No, why don't I keep saying Han? Uh, Luke. Luke versus Kylo Ren. Like that would be sick in my opinion. But you know, that'd be really difficult to nail given the sheer size of everything. But yeah, that would basically cover the dioramas. And... Just one last thing before we call it a wrap. Just, I feel like it's only right we talk about the UCS X-Wing. You know, the the May 4th uh, UCS set of this year. $240, you get a remake of the X-Wing Starfighter. 1,949 pieces. You get an exclusive Luke Skywalker. Looks absolutely fantastic. And um, you get R2-D2, obviously, with the X-Wing. And outside of it being, like, updated, uh, like updated from, I believe, the 2012 or 13 model. I want to say 13. Um, You also have, uh for the first time, a printed UCS plaque. And yeah, Um, you know, Joe, since like you, you're you like a leaker guy and you knew all this stuff in advance, anyone just like give your thoughts on it first? Oh, um,
1: I think it's pretty solid. I know people were upset about it being remade for the third time, but I feel like there's been so many new adult lego collectors that entered in after that second one got remade that it's justified making a new one um although it's not for me because i don't really collect this kind of scale i think it's pretty solid it captures the angles pretty well for the most part Um, and like you said that minifigure that luke's minifigure is pretty good
0: yeah, like you said, and I, I know people were not happy. Third iteration, like there's a ton more things I could use a UCS, but I think it's perfect reasoning. Like the last, the first one was, I think 2000, I want to say, and that thing was hideous. Mm-hmm. Good for its time today now. And then the 2013 one, I know a lot of people were bashing on this one saying the old one was better. And then I think Solid Brick Studios put a side-by-side and it basically silenced the haters because it's night and day the difference. Like the engines already is a big selling point. The old one was way too small. This one's a lot better, and like the nose and stuff looks great. I think only thing is like the tip of it. I think people said like even now Lego still hasn't gotten that really weird like slope shape correctly. Like it looks a little janky there. Engines look great. Like they got the size finally right. It looks fitting. It's not like these little little what do we want to call them? Little rolls anymore. They're, like these like they're they're bigger tubes. Mm-hmm. Um. The cockpit, I think it's like an exclusive printed piece. Don't quote uh I think so, right? It's like a unique printed piece for that one. Yeah. Yeah, and then the wings themselves look great, the cannons look great, the engines are well built, like the greebling and all that is well made. I know some people are complaining about the R2 D2 scale, he looks way too tiny for this, but I think that was debunked too is like as basically as close to perfect as you can get it without like making a really weird size R2. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah i think
1: you'd have to make like a three by three to yeah that would look really it. awkward weird yeah
0: <laughs> yeah um as expected the wings can open and close um yeah uh, the stand is a little different though it's like it's like the t stand where it's built on like those like triangular pieces to make like a t shape it's very reminiscent of like the really old ucs sets where they had the stand like that um yeah, overall, I think it's solid. But like you said, Joe, you know, I'm not a big fan of this scale of UCS. Like, I'm the type of guy where I either get the play set or I'm going to get the big UCS, like, you know, Millennium Falcon, at mm-hmm. Like, I feel like these really don't do it for me. Like, um, for like 80 bucks less, basically, I can get like the 160, like, flagship set of the wave with way more minifigures and more more playability instead of like, a more detailed version of a playset. yeah and josh any any thoughts you know like you, x-wing is so iconic can't, can't go wrong with it having that as like star wars merch and with lego like converting it to their form like we'll call it Fide like what do you think of it
2: uh did we talk about the x-wing in a previous episode not this one but like in general
0: We may have, yeah, but I I figured, you know, might as well talk again while we're all talking Star Wars with a more fresh perspective.
2: Yeah, I was just trying to remember if we ever discussed it before, so I was trying to, like, compare But anyway, I I do think this one is also pretty solid. We were talking about this before the episode started. I really like... There's a lot of detail in this one, Uh, specifically, um, I don't know what you would call those on the side, but, like, the engines and, like, the thrusters and stuff. Uh, I really like the detail on it. Um... I guess, yeah, the scale, I think, I mean, I don't collect Lego, but uh, I would also, I agree with you that I'd also get, like, it's either got to be really big or, like, a really fleshed out set, not really of this scale, so I guess it wouldn't be for me either, but I still really appreciate, like, the level of detail crammed into this one.
0: Yeah, especially with, like, this, like Joe said, this new wave of Lego adult collectors, I think, it's it was in due time to give him an X-Wing because they all need it rather than shell like 500 for an older, not good model. And before we wrap this up, I know I, I just figured I'd address this because this was a major complaint too, you know? Like, especially on this podcast, I'd love to talk about the sets and another key thing is like the community around it because, you know, LEGO is not LEGO without community and discussion and I I like addressing things like that. And one of the big things I noticed was the recurring theme of like false advertising and that nonsense with like the the printed plaque because in the renders you see the plaque without like the central dimple like the molds mark but in the actual thing there is and i know like usual culprits um like to put on blast about this and i feel like every time <laughs> excuse me but every time we do mention stuff like this about the same answer but i figured it was just worth addressing because you know it was a pretty big thing like me personally I don't think it really matters that much. Like between render and stuff. Like when I'm buying a UCS set, I'm not the first thing I'm looking at is not the plaque. I you know, the plaque is an it's a cherry on top. If it has the dimple, great. If it doesn't, it's great. Like if you're showing this to a fan or a casual person, they are not gonna run to the plaque and point like, Oh, there's a dimple. They're looking at the set and that's what should matter. Like the set looks great and it does the job well. You got a great minifigure. You get R two. Like I think that's that's really where the discussion should end. Just wondering what you guys think.
3: Oh, um, yeah, I agree. I don't
1: really care for the, the dimple. I mean, it does stink that they have the dimples on larger tiles, which I feel, like, I feel like the complaint would be more valid if it were like part of a building or something where you would actually need that kind of clean look. But just because it's like a freestanding info plaque,
0: it doesn't really
2: bother me. Yeah, it wouldn't necessarily bother me either.
0: Yeah, especially like you know, like because when I think of like Lego sets and I'm showing them off, like a Lego fan, I'm sure they're not looking at the plaque first thing. They're looking at the set. And if I show it to like you or like someone who doesn't really know Lego, but they they see this cool built like this cool building thing, he's like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like, they're, yeah, they're gonna focus on the X-wing. They're not. It's
2: not the center the of focus. So yeah, it's a little bit bro- blown out of proportion in my mind, oh,
0: sure. as most things are. But yeah, definitely appreciate everyone's time. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Josh. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Blocks and Talks Our YouTube, Blocks and Talks, where we'll be uploading the Pirates series very soon. And don't forget to check out r slash Leak on Reddit to keep up with leaks from Joe and crew. Thanks again, guys, and take care. Thanks.
3: Bye. See ya.